The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I'm Darnell Autry, your host. Joined as always with my man J.D. Harris. What's up, J.D.? What's going on, D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, man, Ray Ellis, our producer, <laughs> came in here, man, earlier, right before the show started. You know, he started poking the hornet's nest. got me all fizzed up in here, man. Man, we was over here talking about, you know, college and whether or not, you know, who's allowed to go leave early and why the rule is the way the rule is and, you know, why do we change it? Why is it different for some sports and not others? And, you know, I think, I think I got him pissed off about the Ohio State comment. I think, yeah. I think, that, I think that got him pissed yeah, off. It I think. With, did it start with, uh, it, it started started with Andy Casmore? Yeah, it started with Andy Casmore <laughs> and he got all mad. And then, you know, then he started poking the hornet's nest and got me all fizzed up in here. Now I'm not got to decompress right now. I'm about to. Freak out up in this camp. Hey. <laughs> I, I saw you turn up uh, red there. You, you're turning uh, Buckeye white, red. <laughs> damn it, Ray. You got me all fizzed up. No. No, it was it was a good, uh, healthy conversation, I think. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, well, it was a necessary conversation. Let's put it that way. I, I don't even have, we don't, we only have an hour, so I don't even want to get into the debate. I think it's just long-winded. and There were friendships uh, lost during this conversation. Yeah, kind of, kind of, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. No, we still love you, Ray, but man, man, I don't know about you sometimes, man. I got to, mm. Ray, you, I, I'm on both sides on this See, one. See, yeah, exactly. The baddest man touched my head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're, we're back for another episode. And, you know, J.D., I thought we'd start out with maybe, uh, let's talk about how the first week of your New Year's is going because um, mine has not been, I mean, mine's not been over the top, but it ain't been totally awesome either so well let me just go into new year's eve you know oh, your boy oh that's right we haven't really talked about no. the new year's extravaganza well, you know actually after the game i saw the camera almost hit uh the receiver from iowa fall out the sky oh, went to the inside bowl whatnot. right uh but new year's eve we decided i went out with some friends uh some fellow Waukegan Knights that's out here in the Valley. Waukegan Knights. I uh, have one in Waukegan. here, Liza Donovan. And uh, uh, so I went with her brother and, and the crew. And uh, during the course of the night, the DJ wasn't jumping in the party turned weak. And so your boy was sitting there and just couldn't kick off a new year with some lame DJ. Uh-huh. The dude went to the gas station, dog. He had some CD. We started off nice. Had a, a blues band and... Kicking it. It was like, mm-hmm. all right, all right, it's going to be a fun night. You know, great company, you know, mm-hmm. eat well, drink yeah, well, it's yeah. going on. Well, man, by the, I think it was like about an hour worth 
of like seventies, eighties music, not even good seventies music. Right, right. So right. your your boy finally just couldn't take it. Started right. seeing the crowd diminish. Although we saw the urban cowboy there, and he was working his thing. Also with this girl that had Tourette's, she was doing her thing. I don't even uh, know what they. I don't even hey. know what either one of those mean, but it don't sound good. Yeah, it was, that, it it was quite entertaining. Awesome. Yeah, but don't so make a long awesome. story short, your boy got so frustrated at the DJ. Right. I went up there. I was like, listen, this is a diverse crowd here. Why don't you start off with a little Sir Mix a Lot? I like big butts. And, right. Uh, of and, course. And, why and, wouldn't and, you? And, and, you know, mm-hmm. the typical JD move. I got you. I like oh, it. Oh, dog. Come on now, man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, you I'm know, so kidding. it got the part. Finally, got it going. Then he deviated. So he got warm for a second and then started doing his own stuff again. Right. So then finally, I got mad and went back up. It's like, listen. And he started seeing. Now, the is floor. this already past midnight already or no? Yeah. Okay, and this so, is well past you already yeah, did. Okay. So, and then the guy comes back and says, okay, can you make a longer list of the songs I should be playing? Wow. <laughs> so you actually, by probably, you, you, you DJed through this dude. Yeah, they still owe me about 60%. <laughs> so, but it's, but to answer your question, New Year's is starting off well. Um, just focus on a lot of things. Uh, just, Really excited about what the future holds uh, in terms of business, relationships, and just even just where I feel I'm being led, and I, I'm excited about it. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I uh, I, I did the low key thing. Uh, went out um, with a small group, you know, me and my sister and niece, and, and a good friend of mine. We all we went to a uh, Mexican food restaurant, and uh, we had reservations at five. Uh, with the old folks, and uh, we were home by seven, and then we had uh, five hours to figure out what we're going to do for New Year's, and then literally Happy New Year. We had some champagne. Uh, twelve fifteen, I went to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold I know. On, he's, I know he's looking at me weird. I know. I, I, wait, I know wait, I've, wait. I've grown. Yeah, I know. Whoa, I know, whoa, JD, whoa. I know. There is know. a guy. There is a no, guy. No, no. I know. I know. I know. They, see, people, they, JD expects a lot more from me because he knows I'm kind of wild and I like to get mine Kinda? in. Kind of? Come on, dog. Okay, I'm very wild. I like to get mine in. So, But this year, I wasn't feeling. This year, I really wanted to be with a close with, with a fam. I wanted to just do something low-key. Uh, I had my bowl games that I wanted to, you know, get ready for and all that. So I just kind of, I just played it low key. So basically, Amaya's running the show now. Uh, yeah, she's now eleven. So yeah, she runs. She runs. That's the my show girl. Yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. So it, it's about time. I knew it would take a good well, no, woman I mean, I just, to I just put felt her like, uncle in check. Well, I just didn't I just, know. I just, I just felt like you know this year I really wanted to spend it with the gals. You know, what I mean, I really wanted to like because normally my would go and you know she'd be my grandfather's uh-huh. or with my my grandfather's her grandfather's my dad. Uh, and then we would do, like, me and my sister would go and try to find something to get into. Uh, but this year I was like, ah, I'm not going to, you know, I don't really want to get into it all like that. I just want to kind of just do something low-key, get my involved, you know what I mean? So we went to Abuelos, which is good. Good stuff, Abuelos. Very nice. It'd be nice if you come in and be a sponsor on the show. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, yeah, it was it was good. I mean, and it was real low-key. My first week has been uh, really, really positive. Uh, and really exciting. I feel like, uh, you know, like you, I feel like, you know, with the way that things are leading, you know, especially with the show that we're doing now, we're getting ready to evolve it and, 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 and spin it into something really special. Uh, and we'll keep you, everybody, abreast of what's going on with that. But we're going to spin it into something special. And then from there, I think it really jumps off once we go to the Super Bowl and we do our little tidbit there. I mean, we're going to be there about 15 minutes. But that 15 minutes is going to be, you know, Powerful it's going to be the truth. It's going to be the truth. It's- 
is what happens in that 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna we're, so we're gonna be broadcasting from the Super Bowl, and we're gonna go out there, and hopefully I'm just gonna wild out and just let people have it, and hopefully we get some good interviews and get some good you know tidbits, and we mix and mingle and and have a ball and do what we do best. I think we'll do well. Right? Yeah, I think uh, I, I think, think it'll be all I right. I think it's a good one-two punch. Yeah, I you think know, it's gonna be all right. Do I think I think we'll we'll be able to get it in. So, but yeah, my first week is going well, and I feel like you know it's it's gonna be a positive year. I read my horoscope, so clearly they say October's my month, so I'm going to be ready for that, but that October's a long ways away, so I can't just count on that, but they say that this year is going to be my year, so I don't know what your horoscope says. But I don't I, read the horoscopes, but my Bible told me it's just... Oh, uh, see, now you get now, okay. I, I'm now just here, you, me. here you go. No, Change I, it. I, I just got to yeah. go with uh, where I read and mm. what I do and mm. what's going on, and just the conversation... Uh, Liza and I have been talking a lot of, lot of some things and right. just just seeing the opportunity, just getting some calls in the past few days, uh, working with some of the projects, been able to reconnect with some of my former clients yeah, and players. And uh, it just really rekindled, relit the fire underneath my butt. And, right. you know, just understand that is a bigger purpose than a call. So right. uh, just embracing that and then um, – just focusing on it and surrounding myself with yeah, others that that's, like-minded. That's, that's major. See, that's major. And now I mean, you know, most of the time people say, well, surround yourself with good people. It's one thing to surround yourself with good people. It's another thing to surround yourself with good people that are making moves and doing big things. That's a whole different step. I mean, you can. I mean, I know a lot of nice people, and a lot of nice people are doing whatever it is that nice people do. But then there are those people that are great people that are, that are movers and shakers that make dreams reality that that push and shove when it needs to push and shove and 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 turn it on and 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 light things on fire. Exactly. I like to say there's uh, dreamers and there's visionaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, is a perfect quote from uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, and he says. Sight is the function of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Vision is the function of the heart. Right. And so. With that comes just efficiency, effective, diligent work right. and to, to get the success. And so basically, it's like this is a year of diligence for me. I mean, like we talked about when we're uh, in, in a year, it's like, you know, getting back in shape, right. uh, dedicating to eating the right things. And it's not a New Year's resolution because right. these were the things were that You're I was supposed setting. to be doing. In but the not whole, only that, right. I was setting in path before the New Year. It, right. it wasn't contingent. I on started the January first, yeah, right? Start some you. of this stuff in December. So right, no, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, we can continue to do, um, you know, what we see in our visions as opposed to what our, like I said, dreamers. And I think the difference between uh, visions and, and dreams are essentially the application, right? So Absolutely. It's the, it's the actual who is doing what versus who is talking about what. Yep. You know what I mean? It's one thing to be like, oh, you know, you can't wait till I get to the Super Bowl and I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing and actually get to the Super Bowl and doing what we do best. Mere talk leads to poverty. Brother. There it is. And I don't even know what that means, but it sounds right. Sounds right. Tis is. Yes. Uh, so real quick, though, before we go to break, um, let, let's talk about some, some current uh, sports uh, things that are going on in the college football world. Uh, Penn State gets a new head coach, Bill O'Brien, from New England. He's New England offensive coordinator. I don't think that's a good look. I, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. And you know why? Because 
everybody that knows anything about New England Patriots, right? It's a system. It's a system of success. It's a system of of winning, right? That's it's it's a positive. Anybody, everybody that goes to New England, they find they they get in where they can fit in, or they get out. They get in where they fit in, and then they succeed, right? Everybody has a function, right? There's a there's a system in place, and I think of all the schools right now that need a system, some kind of a baseline, some kind of of uh, foundation, uh, some kind of uh, someone to, to harness everything that just completely spun who the hell knows where. They need somebody, and I don't know if this guy is uh, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah, he, I don't know. If I, I was that, about to say. But he's come from a system that is that. But look at those guys when they've left the system and their success rate. It hasn't been very successful. But that's, I mean, from from New England. Guys have left. I, I agree with the system. That's not, but that's not what but, but I think him being a temperamental personality right. when such a trying time, I don't know if it's the best thing for that university right now. I think they need someone... That is strong-headed, strong-minded, but level-headed. That I, I just think that they need someone that's proven in the world of academia to reinforce what the institution is. Here, I think that I think what they needed is hopefully exactly what this guy is, and I see this guy as um, he's he's got the flash because he's a professional coach, right? He comes from a positive system, right? And more importantly, um, he comes from a uh, a background that can restore order in 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 a in a in a, in a system and in a program. He's come from that is just but is a big difference between chaos. coaching pro athletes and college athletes. No, and, and I, I understand. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think. And they need he, recruiting too, because he can he, recruit. Because they, I mean, you. Yeah, but you don't know if he can recruit. He was at New England. Well, I'm, he doesn't well, have to recruit. Right? No, exactly. Well, I mean, he's still the head coach. So the head coach doesn't do nowhere near the legwork that assistants are, and it's really about what kind of system, system. does he build around him. That's what I'm exactly, saying. Exactly. But for a guy not to have that background and with all this muck, I want someone proven. No, someone I want, I want sick, someone. Some I want foundation. someone a little bit. I want somebody that's. That's got some flash. That's got some panaz. I got. I want somebody that's uh, maybe not even in the college system, which they got. Because if you get somebody in the college system, then you're going to try to bring what your college. I think the universe is such in disarray that you couldn't. I, I don't know any college coach that would be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to leave. You know, University of Miami and go. I mean, they they tried. There's a couple coaches that were well, trying to get a Well, they asked Tony and people like that, but I think there's some other. I mean. Let's be real. I mean, there's some other good, solid coaches out there that could that understand the world of academia. is is a big thing when you come from the pros and go down to college. No, and different. I would agree with that. I do. I would agree with figure, that. And he wasn't even a, a a head coach there. No, but I don't think necessarily that's the therein lies the crux. I think that's the difference. And honestly, I think that the high the high profile guys that you wanted that they needed. That wouldn't I think that they wouldn't take it, and and that's why I feel about ASU. And we're going to take uh, in a few minutes here. We're going to take a break, but that's how I feel about ASU. I really felt like ASU should have got someone that was high powered, highfalutin, someone that comes from a background of success and, like and winning, Jones. And, and winning, and and bowl games and all that stuff 
to, to change the face of the program. Anyway, all right, so we're going to take a brief break right now. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll, we'll continue on with these conversations of what's going on in current sports. Uh, Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Yeah, outside the spotlight, Voice of America. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Lockdown coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. On the Voice America Sports Channel, the talk doesn't get any hotter. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Thank you very much, uh, Cassandra. Have we used that before? We haven't used Becky either. No, we'll, we'll call her Cassandra today. Thank you very much, Cassandra. I appreciate the lead-in. I just I say that every week because I think it's pretty hysterical that we don't know the girl's name. And we name. still haven't decided or taken the Nah, it's fine. I don't think it's neither here nor there what the girl's name really is. Just but what it is we feel at the moment. Exactly. And I like I like where we're going with it. So, Ray, damn it, you still got me all fired up right now. We're about to, we, we, we've been debating all day, and we're going to continue to debate the next topic. But Go before ahead. we do that, because right. this is going to tie in, uh, I just want to say uh, prayers out to Kirby Wilson, running back coach at uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, a friend of mine, uh, woke up this morning and was burnt. Uh, his fire, house caught on fire or whatnot, and just pray that he's okay. Oh, and wow, healthy. that's terrible. That's so, terrible. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, yeah it was definitely. on ESPN. Definitely, I found definitely. out uh, when I was leaving the house. Oh, definitely. For sure, for sure. Um, so, man. It's, Talking about know, running backs. Yeah, no, I, I got you, man. You just didn't. Threw me all off. Uh, anyway, <laughs> man, man got burned. That's terrible. I mean, that's that's my that's my worst fear. Like, I don't even like fooling around with the oven because I don't like getting burned. Because not only does it hurt once I get burned, it continues to hurt, and then it scars. And then everybody knows, like, oh yeah, you clearly got burned because I could see that. It, yeah, it's not good. Not not fun. Anyway, so we're gonna continue on this little this little rampage thing that we got going uh, for the new year, first show of the new year, uh, and so. Me and JD were talking earlier as Ray came in and just completely bum rushed the scene or whatever <laughs> and got me all fizzed up. Uh, and, but before that, JD got me all fizzed up about, uh, about, uh, uh, Monty Ball coming back for his senior year. 
Now, I was like, well, you know, clearly if he's projected to be a third-round draft pick, I would probably come back and hope to improve my status. Or I'm having such a great time in college because I'm having a ball. That's why you stay in on New Year's Eve. There's balls, there's balls, so I was like, he's having a ball. Anyway, maybe he's having a ball in college. And he decides, just like Justin Leinert, or what's that his name? Matt Leinert. It's whatever, does it really matter? Exactly. Matt Leinert, Justin Leinert, whatever the guy's name is. He's like, I'm having a ball at USC. I'm coming back for a senior year. Of course, it completely crushed his draft status, which, millions I mean. Millions lost. Yeah, but in the end, he still has millions. And clearly, again, he was having a ball in college. He was taking advantage. Okay. Now, Money well, Ball. Ray Pro. Well, yeah, he had to take a pay cut to go to the NFL. He come from USC. <laughs> I was about to say. Let's go. I had to take that shot. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, USC. He was already pro. I had, to, I had to take that shot, USC. I apologize. I know that's wrong. That ain't right. That ain't right. But, but, it, I had, but it could be true. Anyway, <laughs> so but so I, I tell J.D., I'm like, J.D., you know, if it's going to improve his draft status. And J.D. said, well. I said it's not necessarily a guarantee that it, it will improve his draft status. Uh, you go back and the risk especially with Russell Wilson leaving at quarterback at uh, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. He's going to be the main feature, which means he's going to take a lot more shots. He's going to be a bigger load of offense, and we know the life expectancy of running backs are very short. So it's not necessarily guaranteed that he will go higher. It's not guaranteed that it will actually be a third rounder. He could slip and be a fifth rounder. Or he could go up higher because – Rarely. well, Rarely. some cases, it just all depends on needs and things like that. Mm. But running backs, typically, yeah, we know you could go get a good running back. In and the what if he promised his mama that he would graduate college? And he could still do that. I mean, like, in the four years, not the Darnell Archer program takes you 17 to get The point is you get four. it done. It's not the length of the time. It's says, it done. says you. Says you. I'm telling you from experience. The bottom line is this. You leave college early. There is your experience when you go back or however way you want to go back. Mark my words and everybody, I hope you're listening. Your college experience will never, ever, 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 ever be the same as it was when you first started, oh, when you first go through it. I would absolutely and it is, agree. It is a total different beast when you are 28 years old and you are in class with a 19-year-old and a 20-year-old and you are... In front, because you can't see because your eyes are going bad on well, you. It, and you're hairier than their dad. And you're in the dorm rooms, and they're like, whose dad is in the showers? <laughs> that, that is not I, awesome. No, no I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I really believe 70% of your college experience is what you learn outside of class. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I mean, that's just like taking online classes versus going to your undergrad when you first get out and the goofy things you do in the relationships. Right, Absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of people use college as a means to an end. Well, see, and here he goes. He is starting up that damn that that debate again, and, and, and he's coming back on. to he's coming back at it. But, but and I, I feel in Monty Ball's case, you know, the whole point him going back wasn't because he wanted he missed college. The whole thing was to improve his draft status. Is that what it said? That's what it said, because he was told. Is that the, is that go, the word on the street? Line. Is that the word on the street? Well, either way, I mean, either way. Okay, so he goes back for that. He still has to get through 
the first semester. I don't know if they do quarters or semesters or whatever. He still basket has basket weaving. Well, underwater basket weaving is a class, and that's because it's University of Wisconsin. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take a shot at Wisconsin. That's not uh, that's not nice. I apologize. I'm just kidding. See, JD, you'll be flying <laughs> into Milwaukee. Yeah, too, exactly. We got the Super Bowl. Just, uh, no, you just <laughs> and didn't you say something about University of Wisconsin? I, mean, I, was, I, like, I was just kidding. This is it was just a joke. Twenty four, right there, right there. I just. Kidding. The bus is rolling over. No, I mean, I think even still, he still has to get through, uh, you know, a semester of it. Uh, and he still has to go, <laughs> go through the process and he still has to stay eligible. So. Darn it. Okay. Darn it. The, the bottom line is, is that. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Let's be real. Going through the process, we know good and well that his course level of what he needs, he could take all electives. I don't know. I don't know what he's got. I don't know what he studies. Uh, okay, but you know what I mean. Let's but, let's let's but, not let's not let, knock. But him. I'm, I'm not saying he's is. I'm saying we know that he can take. But let's not let's not let's not discount what it is that he studies because I okay. don't know. I mean, the man the man could be a, a he could be a. I'm just I'm not taking student. away, but I'm he saying a, it doesn't have to be hard. We, we, right, we, right. Okay, right. that's all yeah, I'm saying. No, right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be overly difficult. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I, I think, as someone, as someone that left a year early, actually a year and a half early, to be honest, and I was, I was slated to be drafted anywhere from late first, all the way to undrafted. So that is one ginormous range. And and they said the same thing to me. They said, Hey, listen. It just depends on how the draft falls that you could end up on a team that really likes you and you end up in the first. But then the draft could fall against you and you could end up somewhere undrafted and some team could pick you up basically for free. So knowing what I know and having been through the experience of being away from college for I was away for uh, eight years and then come back. I know, right? (laughs) I was gone. You know, I left at, you know, night at 20. Left at 20, came back at 29. You know, I'm in class again. I started as a junior in junior classes, so those kids are 18 and 19, which I was in in class with some great kids and some some uh, real serious talent in these classes that I was in. Um, so I'm not discounting them, but I'm I am discounting the age difference. And as I told you at the well, I didn't tell you, but because the very first show. Um, the, the first experience I ever had when I went back at 29 years old was I'm in class and they're doing the role. And of course I'm sitting in front cause again, I can't see and I don't want to, I'm, I don't got nothing to prove. I'm not trying to be the cool kid in the back. So I'm like in front, you know, I'm the, you know, they call my name. Of course I'm in the very beginning in front and I raise my hand and I'm in there. And this kid who's sitting like two seats in front of me turns around and goes, Oh my God. And I'm like, he goes, you're Darnell Autry. And I'm like, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, I really just want to get on with this. You know, let's get this thing started. No, I used to watch you as a kid. You're the reason, <laughs> <laughs> you're the reason that I came to Northwestern. Right. But I used to watch you as a kid. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was doing my thing at Northwestern, and I was 18, 17, 18, 19, you know, these kids are eight and seven and so you know that age difference when he first said that to me i was like oh, okay then, okay turn around now there's nothing to see here move right along and then of course i talked to some friends and family like oh that's really cool and i'm like well at the same time it just it just lets you know that the age gap is there 
just so you know, too, I want to say this for right. the record. Right. Uh, Mark Hatley, God rest his soul. Uh, before the draft, we do a dinner and we talk about the people we want to draft. Right. Someone that's sitting across from you put in dibs for his homeboy. Ah, that said, yeah. Two years in a row, I got Northwestern guys that I wanted. Uh, you and D. Bates. Ah, so, yeah. I just want to let you know, a, you know. Put in a good word for you, boy. And you didn't hit the seventh round. No, no. I, did, I ended up right in the middle. I ended up fourth round, which was fine. You know, I wanted, but if I had to do it over again, and I tell this to people all the time, I would have, I would have stayed in college just to have graduated, to start what I finished, to be with my classmates, um, to have finished out a, another senior year with these guys that I came in with, and really, um, and, and for no other reason, not to improve my draft status, because I don't know that that would have made a difference and I could have come back and got blown away. But for the very reason that I wanted to start at what I finished. And, and it is extremely tough, extremely tough as life happens. Um, because, you know, Ray got me all fizzed up about people wanting to go early and do their thing and whatever. It is extremely hard, extremely tough to go pro. And not make the money that you think you're going to make. Let's say, I, of course, I wasn't a million-dollar guy, which probably made a difference, right? But I wasn't a million-dollar guy. I made a decent living. Compared to my friends, I was rich. You know, but, but compared to the NFL, I was I was the, the towel boy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was extremely difficult for me once I got done playing because I didn't save the way that I should have. I didn't plan ahead of time because I always thought that listen, you know, I'm I've got another year. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the next contract, so I'm gonna be fine once I get that big contract. Once I get traded to another team and you know I get the opportunity, I'm gonna be fine. You know, I've got you know I've I've played, I've proven I can score touchdowns. I felt really great about my opportunity to go and make more money. That didn't happen. So when that didn't happen, and now I'm out of college year and a half early. I'm out of college three years now. So now I gotta go back to college and I gotta figure out financial aid. I gotta fill out paperwork. I gotta figure out what kind of loans I'm gonna get. I gotta hope that I've which I didn't save enough money. So when I went back originally I'm like, oh what, how much am I gonna have to pay? Are you sure? Do you remember I was I was out on the field just a few minutes ago and no? Nothing? So I, I struggled to really try to figure out how do I get back and how do I um how do I pay for this? How do I how do I pay for the education? And then I get back, and it's totally not the same, obviously. But but here's the thing. First of all, you did finish. Right. Secondly, what you experience, believe it or not, is actually what most people typically experience. A lot of people don't go straight through school because a lot of that middle class don't have the money. So now they say the average uh, term to graduate is six years. Right. Six years, not nine. But you had a break in between. <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I think I'm off my soapbox now, I think. Uh, anyway, we're gonna take another break. Uh, we'll be right back. We're gonna talk a little bit about these college bowls that have been happening. Um, and then a few other things that I don't know what Grant put on here, but we'll figure it out. Thanks, Grant. Darno <laughs> <laughs> Autry. JD Harris. Yeah, OTS. Voice America. We'll be back. flagship station for sports voice america sports 
football, and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football, and we'll talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life, from Little League to the NFL. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with K. Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back, and we're still uh, we're still at each other. <laughs> it's uh, a long just, night. Yeah, we it's almost like we're a bad married couple. Yeah, exactly. Right now. All of a sudden, it's like you know, but you don't know me. You don't know me. Uh, no. So we were just talking, and and we, I was trying to explain to JD as we were in the break that essentially I would have given myself a choice at age twenty years old whether or not do I want to go and play professional football or do I want to go and get out in the working world and. You know, or go on to get a master's or whatever. I would have given myself a choice. By going pro early on, I didn't give myself a choice because that was the only option I had. So once I go pro, and if it doesn't work out, which it didn't, if it doesn't work out, I'm still left. Now I'm left with hopefully I was smart enough to save my money, which I wasn't. Hopefully I had the guidance to, to invest my money, which I didn't have. So now I'm left with some degree, not a full degree, and an NFL experience. As someone that actually went through it, that have been in interviews, that have talked to people, that have said, oh, Darnell, that's great. Didn't you finish in the Heisman? Yeah, great, fantastic. I'm in the interview and didn't get the job. So now I'm like, wow. So, again, no degree. And, I'm, and again, I'm not making any comment about the way it is now where you have a degree and a master's and you have to dumb it down because this is a tough economy and everybody's not, you know, everybody's struggling to get jobs. And you have to have a degree just to qualify. But even with my with my road to where I am now, mm-hmm. I went to school, money was tight, I took two years off of school right. and went back. Right. I mean, it's so many people that have done that. So right. Which are, and I actually ended up getting a, a decent job for that time and was making good money. And but understood what I wanted to do long term. I had to have the piece of paper. But did I have? In fact, I had experiences and was doing things without a degree. I had Abbott Laboratories ask me to leave college, and they would pay for me to go back if I left early, so I could start working for them. I just didn't like it. Well, the bottom line is, is that's the exception because I guarantee you, there's not people out there going. They asked me to leave college so that I could go get a degree, so they could come, so I could come back, and they pay me for the school. But you're fu- my point is, though, JD, is that you need a degree just to qualify to for them to say, 
oh, you were overqualified or, oh, you were underqualified or, oh, um, you know, we're not even going to look at you. And, again, it just depends. And everybody's path is different. It just depends on what it is you want to do with yourself. I know that when I didn't have a degree, I felt like I was in interviews and talking to people, and they were like, oh, yeah, I know exactly who you are, but I'm looking at your resume, and I can't help but notice. <laughs> and, and what I'm saying is hmm. is more companies, they were showing, they've shown a lot of uh, – Specials and things where the people who had job experience and then got their degrees later had actually progressed better than those who got a degree and then went into the job force because, first of all, you're going to have to be relearn everything that you're taught in school because those things weren't necessarily applicable by the time you got out. So a person that had went and was going to school and working at the same time or had take worked first and then started going to school actually typically had progressed further and made more money than those who went to school, paid for it themselves, things like that. And again, I think it depends on what it is you're talking about. I mean, what 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 kind of what kind of careers and things are you trying to, are you trying to? Because I, I think I, we, you can't stop you just broad stroke. No, and say, but I'm well, just saying, if some, you have a degree, obviously you qualify. Because there's some I'm places that you some, don't need a degree for. Some things in corporate America, uh, and I'll even say, especially if you get into like uh, the computer world, the software world. They definitely, I mean, they, they say you do one or two years. We, we want people with one or two years of experience because like coding and things like that change so much. What you've learned your freshman year is not applicable your senior year. And then you've been on this track for four years to get out and the industry has changed. And that, and that, that makes, that, that makes perfect sense. It just depends on, again, my point exactly is that depends on what it is you want to do, right? So in the theater world, you know, I didn't. I don't need a degree. I didn't need a degree to go out and audition for films. No, I didn't need a degree to go out and audition for commercials. But where it really hit me in the in the groin is that the jobs in between. How am I gonna How am I gonna support myself while I run around because every audition I didn't get clearly. You know, how do I support myself in that process? You know, how do I support myself? And even if I supported myself, there's no end. And the, again, it's a personal choice. This is what I chose. It's not, I'm not, not looking at the system going, you know, the system screwed me because I have a degree now and, you know, I'm still not. I picked, I picked my path and I feel, I, and, you know, again, aside from leaving early, I probably would have stayed just to graduate, but I picked the path and it was really tough to, to, to make ends meet with no guarantee at the end, sort of like football, just like every other sport you're in, you know, the acting world, there's no guarantee that just because you did a big movie that you'll sustain, you that you'll get the next one, or that you did a big commercial, because I've done a big commercial, I've done, in sh I've been in shows, that necessarily doesn't necessarily guarantee that, you know, that that's going to set off your career or whatever, you know what I mean? So... It was, it, you know, and then so you look at those two careers and go, wow, you know, I needed a backup plan for the backup plan because no matter how good you are in the NFL, it's going to end. But again, that can fall in a lot of industries. That's that's all I'm saying. It's not just focused in on athletics, even no. though the likelihood, I mean, you, we all know, is a short window of opportunity. Uh, it's going to end. Right? It's going to end. Absolutely. That's the only one. I mean, we you know it's going to end. But in terms of those things, I mean, it being hard, difficult, and changes, that's just common. I right. mean, especially with our generation now. You know, it wasn't like when our parents' generation, they got yeah, they had one dad, job. Yeah, my dad had, had two jobs job, his whole life, and that's and it. That's it. Like, I don't know why you have we all these changed, jobs. We don't even just change, like, 
jobs. We change careers. No, absolutely. I mean, we're constantly reinventing Moving and shaking and changing locations. Yeah, working from home, working for ourselves. uh, uh, Just society has changed. Right, no doubt. So, I mean, going back to it, there are no guarantees. And I, I'm a firm believer, mm-hmm. you know, carpe diem, seize the uh, moment. And right. th- there's a, you have a short window to do whatever it is you're going to do. Right. And sometimes those opportunities don't come back again. Absolutely. And so you need to maximize, you know, you, you live like, you know, today's your last day, but you prepare like you're going to live forever. Right. And so when those opportunities come, like you have to jump on it. I mean, right. But then you look at the most college, uh, grads now, I mean, it's really bad. Student loans. Uh, oh yeah, and, absolutely. And it's not, I got a they got a mortgage. They got a, they have a mortgage before they get out of school. But then you look at the Bill Gates of the world. You look at the Oprah Winfrey. The exceptions. The, the, the exceptions. But again, that's why less than three percent own eighty percent of the wealth. Yeah, because like everybody that. else. No, but it's a it's a fact. Everybody right. else is doing the same thing, expecting the same results. Right. That's the definition of insanity. Yeah, and, and, I mean, over yeah, over again, again, so it's different, different results. Result, but right. if you have everybody telling everyone you need to go to college, get a degree, oh. get a student loans, it's like robotic. It's but the like other, but the other, but the other thing, the other thing that I will say is that I don't, I, as as someone that, that comes from the arts world and the entertainment world, uh, or been in that. Let's not say that I come from it, but has been in that. He's you know, college. Yes, he is. Um, college isn't for everyone. No. Okay, so let's say you're a hairdresser, you want to learn a trade, you're a mechanic, that, you know, college may not be for you. The, the, the system, my dad is just like, he thinks the whole thing is a big scam. Like the whole college thing is a big scam. That all the debts and all that stuff is just a big scam. And, and, you know, I, I, I don't know, I haven't done enough research to look at it, but I do know that the, you know, paying back, you know, you know, loans and, and being in debt, that, that all sucks. And what sucks even more is to be able to be in that big a debt and still not have a job that can pay you back, that pay you in a timely fashion so that you don't end up paying an obscene amount of money for these loans that are now just interest bearing and, you know, going crazy on it. And, and, and what you're finding, a lot of people coming out, getting their degrees, and so you just got a master's degree and you're making less than someone that's working for waste management that's making double of what you're making, and they just have a GED. No, no, I it, and it, you know or are the trades. I I don't I don't think that the the system is perfect. I don't think that I don't, and I also don't think that I walk around in life going, oh, this is just so unfair. How come it's this and how come it's that? I'm a huge I'm a huge proponent of you know you 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 take. You seize it for yourself. You you make your own path, you know, and and whatever makes you feel good, then then do it. If you feel like you need a college degree, then go get a college degree. If you don't think you need it, and you think that you know whatever it is that you're interested in, you want to be a sound designer, you want to go to sound school or whatever is what you need, then by all means do it, and you know, and, and make it work for yourself. Make I, it work. All right, this is a side bar. You said whatever, like you was from New York. Oh, I just, I just think I just think, the flow. I was like, I well, I just think sometimes you talking crazy makes makes it makes me laugh. Gonna, I was like, uh, whatever, or, or whatever, whatever, or, or and things and whatnot. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you know, 
I, I think that the system is in place, and I think it's worked for a lot of people, and I think it's a way that people can go, oh, look at me, I got a college degree, and that's great. And some people love it, and they've had great success with it, and I've because I have a degree now, I can do all these great things. And some people have a degree, and they're not pissed off, because I have this degree, I have a master's, and somehow, some way, I'm not... I'm not qualified or I'm overqualified for these things that I think I'm entitled to. Like for me, I looked at it even during the whole process. Right. And I enjoy the world of academia. I love learning. Right. And I I saw those people that were like ready to hang themselves from the library, that were killing themselves, studying, or just remembering information, no application. Right. With me, I mean... I was fortunate enough to be able to go in class, maybe not have read or skimmed through it, say what I needed to say, and understood the system. Right. And I was like, do I need a degree for what I want to do? And what I found going into coaching, all right, check this out. So to coach at high school, a lot of times they want you to be a teacher, so that means you have to have a degree plus the other certification. Mm-hmm. To coach at a Division three school, a lot of times they want you with a master, which is, you know, $100,000 plus worth the education. Right. And uh, to coach at D1, you just need a degree. To coach at NFL, you don't need a degree. So for the positions that pay a lot more money, you need less education. And for the positions that pay a lot less money, you need double the education. I but, just thought that was fraudulent. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and I think everybody's getting robbed. No, I I I I hear you and I and I understand that, but I I get the sense that it's one of those things where no, you don't have to have a degree to apply for to be a, a defensive coordinator in the NFL, right? Mike Tice. Right, but at the same time, you know, what experience do you have? And if you started in the college ranks, that sort of says, no, you don't have a college degree, but you need to have college experience. So if you have to have a degree to coach in college, then you essentially have a degree. You see them saying, I'm wondering if that's the case. I don't know much about that. I don't know how much people – I know that there's a lot of old-time coaches out there that are like, oh, we didn't need no degree. We just showed up. I coached my ass off. That's all there is to it. I'm a hard-nosed coach. I'm good at what I do. Then there's these new age guys that are really students of the game and, and, and do all these things and start out in college, which you just said, you need a degree, and then they move from college to the pros. And in pros, they go, hey, you don't need a degree, but you need the experience, and I'm glad you got college experience, which means then you have a degree. So I don't know, I don't know how that... Yeah, and some guys never touched college. They went straight to the pros and... Worked their way up. Worked their way up and did what they did. As an assistant or whatever, as operations guy... Technically, I went the opposite way. I started off in the pros and went to went to high school, went to college, right. and things like that. It, it just, uh, but when I when I saw it, because a couple of years back, uh, University of Oregon's uh, athletic director didn't have a degree. Right. No, I, I hear you. Uh, and Monk, are we are we supposed to go on a break right now or no? Oh, I guess that was from last break. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Or. No, yeah, you know what? Let's let's go on break. Let's 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 take a break real quick, and then uh, we'll be right back. I kind of got mixed up on my Sorry. break. On my break. My and break notes on there. And you was over there bumping your gums. And I thought you used to get red. Doesn't you put it in red? Where's morning? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Darno Autry, OTS, Two Voice America. We'll be back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The revolution has begun with Jim and Trav. Listen this week as Randall Eden, Shannon Young, Josh Fleming, and Joe Hosmer tell us why it's important to get our kids in the outdoors. Plus, Cat Daddy will have some catfishy tips, and Nick Rhodes has a new twist on wildlife management you'll want to hear. This is sponsored by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com. Wednesdays at 1 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. I'm Jim Ferguson. I'll see you on the trail. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back, and I think we need the music in here, J.D. I, I definitely, you wait till we get that Ustream back when we start playing our jams up in here. We could be full-fledged oh, we'll dance party with my Adidas outfit with my we gonna, red LL Kango. We're going to take break. We're going to have dance breaks and all that. Let me just be break dancing on the floor. It's going to be hardcore. Anyway. Let's get back. Let's get back to the sports part of it. I think we've we've talked the college thing to death. I think, kinda. I don't know if we've resolved anything. Hopefully, nah. somebody outside is take keep a track of um, where we was at and whether or not things actually made sense. Uh, so let's get back on the sports thing. So we're gonna do some predictions really quickly, and we'll go from there. Um, so we got we got what four four college bowl games left, right? Mm-hmm. And we got Kansas State versus Arkansas. We got SMU versus Pittsburgh. We got Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois. And we got the big game. Okay? So now I want to hear from you, JD. I'll let you go first. Uh, who wins Kansas State and Arkansas? Arkansas. Okay. I uh, would have went with them as well. Okay, so we're both on that. Uh, what about SMU at, and Pittsburgh? I'm going SMU. Yeah, you know what? I can't go. I can't go Pittsburgh because I know they ain't got no coach. Yeah, Duke bailed on them. Yeah, I, I think they're all messed up over there. Okay, and I, I don't even know anything about Arkansas State and Northern Illinois. I I have to go NIU because yeah. I went there for a year. Uh-huh. Lowe's, Burritoville. Thank you very much. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, so we went. Okay, so now the big game: Alabama, LSU. Who you got, and why? First of all, I am going to go LSU, and I'm going to do it just like Ty Darlington's mom did when he made an announcement when he was going to Alabama and his mama wanted him to go to LSU. LSU, number one. Uh Uh-huh, LSU, number one. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go. I I feel like LSU has a variety of things they can do. I believe they have a little bit more depth than Alabama. Ah, 
Very interesting. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to go with Alabama just to be different. And just because it's fun for me. Uh, and, and I think it's going to be really, really tough for LSU to beat Alabama twice. That's, I think that's hardcore. I think that, you know, I think Nick Saban's a good coach. I think he's going to prepare his guys. I think he's going to, I think he's going to set him up. He just mouthed something to me. I don't even know what he said to me, but, uh, so you don't, you don't like him? No, I'm not a Nick Saban fan. Wow. Not at all. Wow, wow. Well, I, I think he's a and good. I, if I see Nick, Nick, I don't like you. Oh, wow. You actually tell it to his face? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, damn. The feelings are, feelings run deep around here. It just got emotional in here. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> okay, so I went to Alabama on this one just because I think it's going to be tough for LSU to beat them twice. So, okay. So we're on the same page for everything except the Alabama um, LSU game. Uh, Grant, you're writing this down somewhere, I'm hoping. Cause, yeah, Grant. Because this dude likes to come back and be like, no, I totally I totally went with Pittsburgh. Cause, you oh, know, no. You, I do no, not see, see, uh, What happens, I say I usually win, and all of a sudden, Darnell gets these magic picks. Oh, I did pick that. But See, then but we this never is do recorded, a recount. But everybody knows it's recorded. We're gonna yeah, have, we're gonna have a recount for you. Don't you worry about nothing. Yeah. We're gonna get this thing handled. Don't you mm-hmm. worry about nothing. Okay, so let's go. <laughs> let's go NBA real quick. Now I don't. I mean, again, I could, I mean, yeah, I could care. I could. I don't know, really. Uh, who wins the West? Uh, uh, Ooh, that's gonna be tough. I, 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 I mean, it's hard to even even try to start talking about that right now. I mean, isn't it like week three? But you gotta remember, it's a shortened season, so it's yeah, about it's twenty like, games isn't less. It like four days into the season, or so something? that's where you. I mean, where you think you have to go to the teams that have long-standing chemistry, right? And depth. And right now, I, I would have to say, you gotta give it to the Lake Show still. Really? You don't yeah. think Dallas repeats? Nah. Wow. Hmm. Nah. Interesting. No, no, uh, no, uh, uh, what's the team in California? No Clippers? Nothing? You only like See, I, I think the you Clippers, like I think next year they could, uh, with a full season. Yeah, full get experience. some chemistry. But the Lakers, unless they mess up or make some, a uh, uh, bigger trade, uh, I think that they're in a good. Wait, isn't Oklahoma in the West too now? I forgot about them. Huh. Uh-huh. You know what? I might recant on that one because yeah. they didn't lose anybody. Right. And youth may be on their side, especially if Powell goes. Yeah. Yeah, let's go Oklahoma. Okay. I just switched to, I flipped the switch. I like it. Fast. I like it. I like it. What about the East? That is scary. Yeah. I, 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 I'm like looking at the Bulls. I'd love I'm, to say that I'm so sharp that I know this already, but I have no idea. Heat, I have watched Bulls. maybe one game. I, I, I'm gonna say I'm torn. Mm-hmm. You're I'm, torn with home team, I, I, home I, team Bulls. I I think Boozer is killing the Bulls though. Right. Have so I, I have to go with the Heat. Wow, that so hurts. The heat, yeah. Because D Rose has been a grown man. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I don't know about that. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, I the Heat has know. a little bit more depth, but the Bulls are playing. And there's a reason why D Rose was MVP. Yeah, fair enough. I'm waiting for his statue in front of United Center too. Well, yeah, I think you got to win a couple championships before you get that, but that's fine. We'll, He's we'll on his way. This. All right, on his way. All right, so we're going to go NFL now. Um, so we got the Bengals at Houston. Sucky, sucky there. Oh, uh, really? You think it's terrible? Huh? No, I no, I'm saying it's like, oh, it's a tough, it's a tough call. I thought you said sucky, sucky, like it's terrible. You know, I, I'm like, oh, no, man, I'm gonna really? go at Houston. Because they can run the ball and they have defense. Yeah, uh, I like Houston too in this. 
Um, especially if Arian Foster's back. Yeah. I mean, and they got got Johnson back too. I think they'll be they'll be a force to deal with. Um, Lions at, at the Saints. Don't even play with it. Saints. I was about to say, don't even play with it. I think I think the Saints at, at the home. Machine. At home. Yeah, They're I think the machine's going to be tough to tough to deal with. Not that I, don't I think the first. Lions are going to give them a fight, though. I, I, listen, I love Megatron. I love I love Stafford. I think they've done really he well. Likes Sue, though. Uh, <laughs> Falcons, Falcons at the Giants. Falcons. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Mike I'm, Turner's a local boy, you know. I love. I, listen, I love the Bernard Turner. I love that. I had him. I had him on my. You know, fantasy. I, I've my, actually babysitter him. Before. My poor, my poor niece is every time football comes on, she just goes out and goes the Bernard Turner because I keep saying it over and over again. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I, and Julio Jones, I think he's going to go off. Yeah, I mean, he needs to go off. It, they're solid. They have a little depth. They could do what they could do, and uh, so Eli, I think that. You just don't know. Sometimes that bad Eli come out. Oh yeah, the one the one that uh, throws a lot of interceptions. Yeah, and then the ta- bad Tom Coughlin comes out. Oh, the, the bad one that, Eli. <laughs> the one the one that wants to stab everybody in the face. <laughs> 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 that goes face his face goes red and then Veracruz face starts squirting all over the place. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna pull on some heartstrings right now. Uh, Pittsburgh at the Broncos. I'm going Pittsburgh. Really? I thought for sure you was going to go the Tim Tebow I, I like bandwagon. The, the Steelers, no, no. The they Steelers. They the first game. The, oh, yeah. I, like, I, I like the kid, but I think Steelers is a solid organization. And this t- th- they're made for this time of the year. With no Mendenhall, which is also one of your, I mean, isn't he regional? N- yeah. yeah, Niles Westboy. Yeah, Niles Westboy. No Mendenhall. Big Ben. They still got broken. John Clay. Right. They still have... Uh, I haven't really seen much of John Clay. Yeah, he scored a couple weeks ago, but that's what I'm saying. When John Clay is your worst back, right. you're a pretty good backfield. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can see that. I can see that. But Big Ben's broken. Uh, Ryan, when Ryan, has that ever stopped him? Ryan can't play. Right? Okay. Safety can't play. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to fill him in. Right? And then, you know, Tim Tebow, the special, you got to be up by at least 14. But they have the they have the keys in place to make them one dimensional. I absolutely positively agree. I cannot. I I I, 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 I told so, you before. I can't get on the Denver bandwagon. I just can't. I can't. I I, uh, I, I I think what he's doing is awesome. But I just can't. I just not a believer. I'm not a full on. You know. Anyway, well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and shut this one down. Time, uh, time is over. Time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much all for listening. We really, really, really appreciate it, JD. As always, my man, you're all the right. man. Good stuff. All right, uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with some um, really cool, interesting things to talk about. For sure. All right, Daniel Autry, Voice JD America. Oh, and JD Harris. I almost forgot about him. no. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.